Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell that smart speaker yours to play ESPN Radio in honor, in honor of Groundhog Day. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Harry mentioned the electric bill at his house. Just a wee bit high for his taste. And I don't know if he's ready. Wee to, bit uh, <laughs> Close to $800. <laughs> I don't know if he's threatening to kick out family members, but just keep that in mind just in case, in <laughs> case they make the news tonight later on in Atlanta. As far as I'm concerned, I've been on a liquid diet. I'm at the final day of the liquid diet. If you told me I had to do that for six weeks, I, I don't think you'd want Freddie coming on the radio as far as that goes. It would not be a good idea after having surgery courtesy of my dentist. You are not making me fall for that again, Harry Douglas and Devin Kane and Shannon Penn. So, Had a baby. Had a baby, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, uh, you, you, it takes a while, but I finally learned. And on a Groundhog Day, what is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Let's hear from you. Take over the network at 888-729-3776. Mike in Alabama, my friend, what you got? Man, okay, look, 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 look. I love a happy couple. As much as anybody else, Mm -hmm. and I I love seeing people bank on their success. But if I have to see Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift on my TV screen when I'm trying to watch football game for six more, I would rather see his brother Jason endorse a sports bra (laughs) on my TV screen for the next six weeks. I want to give me the details. I'd rather you sit here and ask me about my Mount Rushmore of dad bods in professional (laughs) sports, which by the way, it's Jason Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic. But, you know, not like I thought that up on the fly or anything. Moving on. Uh, yeah, look, hey, plenty of success to you. May you have a long and happy life, whatever. I don't want to hear about it. Until Taylor can throw a perfect spiral on the field, do Travis, get her off my football game. Away. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm still laughing about how he ranked. So I got Kelsey, uh-huh. Luca, and uh-huh. Mahomes. Who was the fourth Nikola one? Jokic. Oh, Nikola Jokic. Mm, hey, Nikola that's, Jokic. A hell, that's a hell of a crew. He really is. Hey, man, they say dad bod season is in, and, and guys aren't ashamed of it either. Good for them. Yeah. They can keep it. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Congratulations. And. I try to avoid dad bod as much as possible. You should see me uh, telling my wife, man, honey, I feel like I'm getting fat. And she just rolls her eyes at me like, I would okay, too. stop. You're lucky you have a frying pan go flying across the kitchen when something <laughs> like that was said. Really? Like, baby, I got to get back on my abs. You know, I feel like I'm getting a little chunky. Yeah, next thing you know, bip upside your head <laughs> with that, flying, that frying pan flying across the room. David in San Diego and out of Groundhog Day, what is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? I cannot take my coworkers with a sore losing teams, losing, complaining. They told me today, I'm going to ask Harry Douglas this. If you had to pick one, 
Who would you rather have, a ring or a gold jacket? Oh, a ring. A ring. Championship ring. Thank you. All day, every day. About, they, they argued me down today because, you know, I'm a Frisco fan. Uh-huh. So they're mad about Brock Purdy. I said, you never know. Brock Purdy might have a ring but not never make the Hall of Fame. But True. he's going to be considered as a Super Bowl champion. Yep. yep. Right? And they would never forget yeah. him for winning that championship either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we talk about Dan Marino when? In June, July, August. We talk about all the Hall of Famers in June, July. And then that's it, right? Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So – these guys, these guys drive me crazy. They Charger fans, they're Raider fans, they're Cowboy fans, Ooh. and I just can't take another six weeks with these guys. <laughs> I don't blame you, man, because see, that's what a lot of people think, man. I, I didn't play the game of football to get a gold jacket. Now, it would have been nice if I w- would have been able to do so, but Absolutely. hey, I wasn't, as, wasn't a good, as good as others. But the ultimate goal for me was to win a championship. And that never changed. That's in any sport I play. I want to win a championship, man. I think you ask any player, no matter what they are or where they come from. Okay, would you rather have a ring or a Hall of Fame a Hall of Fame jacket? They say, "Hey, I can buy a jacket. That yep. championship ring is forever." As a matter of fact, Freddie, I do have one the same color as the Hall of Fame. Oh, you do football players. Yep. Okay. Because all my coworkers, they always pick at me. Oh, you got your Hall of Fame jacket on now. <laughs> How about just a Harry Douglas jacket? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just ready to come to work. <laughs> like, like it's the first time a yellow jacket has not been worn outside the Pro exactly. Football Hall of Fame, right? I just want to work, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. It's, I'm styling. Leave me alone. <laughs> Derek in Alabama, in honor of Groundhog Day, what is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Love Friday, man. Um, boy, this goes further than uh, six weeks. I mean, maybe 30 more years. If I have to hear or see that fourth and 31 again. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I just, guys, I can't go through not breathing for an hour. I mean, that was, you know, tough to deal with. You know, still see something about it every week. And, uh, you know, with the Alabama fans, it's just tough to deal with here. Derek, stay stay there real quick because the 4th and 31, we know you're talking about. Auburn versus Alabama. Jalen Milrow throwing that pass to back of the end zone for the touchdown when it looked like Auburn was going, was going to win the Iron Bowl. Put us in your shoes in that rivalry for those that don't understand exactly why Auburn, Alabama is not just the Iron Bowl. It's 24-7-365. Oh, it's, it's, it's gold down here. I mean, you know, it's, you know, for, you know, decades now I've had to live with Alabama. I mean, you know, they've got the championships, but, you know, we just have the two best players that have ever played the game. Tough honor to live with, you know. So, <laughs> Mr. Bo Wright, Mr. Can Scan, you know, kind of tough honor to live with, but you know, we'll, we'll take that. So, but yeah, it, it's 365. I mean, you know, and Alabama tried to hand it to us, and Hugh Freeze with that, you know, with that terrible defensive call, rushing two men. <laughs> I mean, golly, I just like, please. <laughs> the more Derek talks about it, you can hear it like, absolutely. Oh, rushing two men. Which, did, you, which made no sense to me at all. Nope. Made no sense. Put pressure on him, get the ball out of his hands, whatever. But, but I tell you, right now, there are probably Alabama fans out there going, kick six. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> you, you got four than 31. We have to hear the kick six. We don't want to hear it. That's right. As far as that goes. Terry and George in honor of Groundhog Day. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Happy Friday, guys. Hey, I could not take 
the Falcons talking about getting Bill Belichick. I mean, we heard it so much. I'm glad we didn't get Belichick, man. I'm glad Raheem's there. I'm glad we're going to give him a whirl, man. <laughs> so, Terry, uh, I agree with you as well, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bill Belichick is a phenomenal coach. But me personally, I did not want him to be with the Atlanta Falcons. I, th- I thought Raheem Morris was the right guy for that job. And I think he's going to be a difference maker moving forward. He's assembling his staff right now as we speak, and he's going to have some solid guys to be able to, you know, put these players in positions to be successful. Right. Um, but I'm with you, Terry. I'm with you, man. And I, I was as, as, as professional as I was, as, as possible, Freddie, mm-hmm. on every yes, show are. that I was doing, every yes, time this subject are. came up about Bill Belichick being in Atlanta. Right. So you can only know how I was cringing inside. Yeah, exactly. And you got your wish. He's not going to be the coach of your Falcons, and you and Terry – our brothers in arms when it comes to that one. Triple H say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together with Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and Honor Groundhog Day. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Harry mentioned his electric bill that is sky high. He would not be able to take another six weeks of that. For me, being on a liquid diet the past three days, and thanks, I'm at the last night of that, or I would not be a very good Freddie Coleman to be around. What's the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Austin in California, my friend, you're up. Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, Harry, I agree with you 100%. It's not just the electric bill. It's the overall waste that happens in my household. So in, in Sacramento County, I live in Folsom, which is a small town outside of Sac, but we have this utility company called Smud, and it's a lot lower than PG&E. A lot of the other people around uh, Sacramento County have PG&E, and their rates are way higher. Uh, long story short, my kids wash our bowls way too clean because they get a bowl of cereal and they put it in the dishwasher. Like when I was a kid, I used soap in my hands. God gave me hands for a reason. When it gets a little bit too musty in the house, they decide to turn on the AC. Guess what? It's wintertime. The fresh air isn't going to get much better. Open a window. They're cold. Turn on the, turn on the heater. It's called putting on a sweatshirt, man, the waste. And I won't even get into food. My goodness. The amount of waste that goes in my house. I, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. Appreciate See, me and Austin, we're in the same boat mm-hmm. over here, man. See, I, mm-hmm. I keep trying to tell y'all, I'm just like y'all, man. I have problems just like you guys have problems. And you ladies, same thing in my house. The struggle is real? Yep, struggle is real. People just throw dishes in the dishwasher. Uh, and I don't know how many times I got to say, we hand wash these first. If you're going to put them in the dishwasher, just don't throw them in the dishwasher. I believe in hand washing dishes first with bleach in the water. Yeah, put it this way. You're going to use a dishwasher. Make sure there are enough dishes in there to make it worth its water while. Oh, don't let, let me get y'all about this dishwasher. Okay. We always know when I haven't put the dishes in the dishwasher because you got pots everywhere, you got plates everywhere, uh-huh. you got cups everywhere, right. and nothing in there is neatly done. Nothing. I could see, just seeing your face right now, people, you, you can feel the heat. I am a neat freak, yeah, Freddie. Which is fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not too far beyond that myself as far as that goes, but I think you probably take it to a different level. I do. If you could find people in your house for not being up to your standards, oh, they'd owe you a lot of money. You better believe it. Be a millionaire. <laughs> what about? I, I already am one. But. <laughs> there we go. Name checker. One of my favorites is Roy the truck driver. Good old-fashioned Roy, not of a Groundhog Day. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Man, you know on the weekends I be riding my motorcycle. I go into Walmart. But if I get one more lady to ask me why am I wearing that Dallas Cowboy shirt, I'm going to lose my mind. You hear me? Doggone it. Leave me alone. <laughs> wow. I hear you, Roy. Roy's, yeah. Wow. 
Roy said he tired of people bothering him about the Cowboys. Micah? Yeah. You hear Micah? You hear Micah? You hear him, Jerry? It's time for y'all like Jerry say, we only going to go as far as Dak takes us, and you see where we went. I'll never forget when I had my Cowboys uh, hat on, had it on backwards, and Denise and I, my wife and I, we were down and visiting family in South Carolina. We go to KFC, get like a quick snack before we had to continue some errands. And a guy sitting there with his wife and his two kids, he goes, by the way, you can take that and put that right over there. So I'm thinking, we have finished our food. I'm thinking, oh, I, I know where the put the garbage at. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, take that right over there and put it right there in the garbage. And I go, you must be a Washington fan. He goes, absolutely. Take that hat off and put it right in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we both laughed about that and everything because <laughs> Cowboys fans would never do that to opposing teams fans in their headgear. But when it comes to the Cowboys, if we got anything on, I know exactly where Roy the truck driver is coming from with fans out there that do not like our team. When it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, Damien in Virginia, not a Groundhog Day. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Hey, fellas, thanks for doing a great job. I listen to you all the time when I head home. Thank you, my man. And uh, the one thing I cannot take or continue to take is these Cowboy fans of where I work telling me, good luck with playoff, Dan. Okay. Wow. That's a new one. I can barely hear him. What 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 is he saying? He's saying he's a he, he must be a Commanders fan saying good luck with playoff Dan. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dan Quinn. No, I Dan got Quinn. I got that. Okay. Man. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. They, they those Cowboys fans that Damien of Virginia hangs out with, they better pray. And they that have the, the nerve too. I know. See see those are the kind of Cowboys fans, even though I'm one of them. Damien, I'd rather hang out with him than those guys. Seriously. January nineteen ninety six. Dev, I was just a little what, Dev? January, just a little boy. Just a little boy. I was just a little boy. That's the last time the Dallas Cowboys been to a conference championship. Yeah. At the rate I'm going, and I'm older than dirt as it is, I'm going to be in the ground the next time they go to Super Bowl. <laughs> between I'm not, them, I'm not laughing about you being in the ground. Between, but just, between them, the Knicks, the Jets, and the Mets. Don't you dare put the Knicks in that category the way the Knicks are balling right now. Put it this way. The next time those teams win the championship, it was going to be like, here lies Freddie Coleman. He was a good man. He lived a good life. That's my fear, that I might not see another one from those teams before God decides that my time here on planet Earth is up. That's my fear. Most people have, like, fears of, like, snakes, insects. That's my fear. I'm not afraid of snakes. I'm not afraid of insects. That's my one fear right there. Wow. That one. That I may go through the rest of my life and not see the teams I mentioned win a championship. Haunts me to this day. I think I'm going to have a sleepless night tonight. <laughs> Lamont in Nebraska at 888-729-3776. Thanks for calling us. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. What's the one thing in honor of Groundhog Day, Lamont, that you could not take for another six weeks? I can't take it if Jerry Jones says that he's going to do what it takes for them to win. Because if he would have he went ahead and grabbed Tennessee running back already, we'd have a Super Bowl right now. Lamont, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. How long have you been living in Nebraska? <laughs> Man, I've been living in a small town called Clorinda, Iowa. I got a follow-up. <laughs> Lamont, that- how many Nebraska, how many other Lamonts you met in Nebraska? Yeah, how many black Lamonts do you have in hey. Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> He's the Lamont. That's the Lamont in Nebraska. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, we know it ain't many. <laughs> You're talking to him. You, you realize there's a city in, in Nebraska called Omaha that's yeah. got a good amount of brothers and sisters there. They do. There's a place in Iowa called Davenport 
Got a good amount of brothers and sisters there. Okay, you got 10 in Omaha. You got what? Seven in. in, in really? <laughs> you really? Roger Craig is from Davenport, Iowa, by the way. Okay, 11. <laughs> That's so wrong. Is this the way we're on a Black History Month? But is the, this what we're doing? But the way I looked at the screen, when it said Lamont in Nebraska, I said Lamont in Nebraska. Okay, you don't see that often. All right, Lamont, do your thing in Nebraska, baby. If we ever get a Raheem from Idaho, then you got oh, something. Boy, if we get, if we get a Raheem <laughs> a dream yeah. in Idaho. we get a justice from Montana, <laughs> then we got something. <laughs> Marty Grob Bob, of course, is from New Orleans. Mr. Bob, what is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Uh, let me tell you first, appreciate the show, guys. Appreciate Fantastic. You. Thank you. Well, a couple of things I can't take. From for Groundhog Day, as a Saints fan, if I have to see the Minnesota Miracle, oh. the no call in L.A., oh. the beast quake mode, mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. But what I really can't take is having Dennis Allen, that Oakland Raider reject, with his cast-off quarterback, fearlessly piloting the Saints to a non-first-place finish in a ramshackle division. Six more weeks, six more minutes. Six more hours. Can't take it when all the coaches that were available that would be probably better than Dennis Allen, I think. It's painful. It's painful. Bob, I'll tell you this. It, it was actually a surprise to me that Dennis Allen mm-hmm. still had that job. Not that I was promoting he lost it, but right. based off that team and the roster and the players that they had and how they underachieved. And also, as far as Derek Carr, man, when I call that Saints and Lions game, the, the amount of times that he was booed and they were calling for Taysom Hill to yeah. go in at quarterback mm-hmm. was, man, that, that that was something to see there yeah. and here, actually. Yeah, I'm surprised Dennis Allen was able to survive 2023 to still be the coach of the Saints in 2024. I'm really surprised by that. But, hey, you know, there's still hope. In 2025, it can be Billy B in oh. New Orleans. Oh ah, go, Bill B, go. <laughs> go, Bill B, go, Bill B, go. Only hey, a matter go, of Belichick, time. go, Belichick, go. Only a matter of time that was going to creep up. Bill Belichick is going to be saying, Wody. Bill Belichick is going to be saying, Wody. What's <laughs> up, baby? What's up, baby? I'm Billy B. <laughs> Maybe Marty Gras Bob can hang out with Marty Gras Bill if things don't go well in 2024 for the New Orleans Saints because I'm sure he is tired. Uh, he is tired of Baton Rouge Dennis. He wants Marty Gras Bill mm-hmm. to take over his Saints team that did not land well and end well. In 2023. One last one from Mark in New York. Mark, in honor of Groundhog Day, what is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks? Uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. Absolutely. I really enjoy the show. Thank you, brother. And, uh, Freddie, we talked one time a while back. Uh, we talked about Johan Santana. To yes. The Mets. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> it's been a minute and a half, man. Where, it's been a minute and a half, Mark. Where you been? <laughs> I just haven't been calling. I've been listening. I've been listening. I, I appreciate you. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for that. Okay, well, what I and I'm afraid I'm going to have to keep hearing about it for at least another eight days. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so I am really tired of 13 seconds and wide right. Mm-hmm. That hurts me to hear that, honestly. Well, it, it's tough for that fan base because you know you think about the four Super Bowls in which in '91 they lost to the Giants, '92 they lost to Washington, '93 mm-hmm. they lost to the Cowboys. In the 94, they lost to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Now you have Patrick Mahomes stopping their chances to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You've got the field goal going right when they could have tied the game up. I was at that game. Also, the 13 seconds. Man, Buffalo 
they, man, they even endured some pain. Yeah, and, and when you have people up there in that great area that support their team through kingdom come, to have to go through so many heartbreak situations. And the fact that Mark was still able to be coherent to talk yeah. about that because it wasn't – for a lot of Buffalo Bills fans, wide right with Scott Norwood, even though that happened back in the early 90s. We're talking about over 30, close to 40 years ago. A lot of them still remember that like it was yesterday. Yep. Seriously, because Super Bowl on the line, you kick that field goal. Can you imagine what that could have looked like for Buffalo? You get that one, you get – who knows? Maybe they don't, they don't lose to Washington. Maybe they don't lose to Dallas in back-to-back Well, the, the whole dynasty conversation shifts. Oh, completely. Because they're right? the only team that's been to four Super Bowls in a row. Exactly. They're the only one that's been able to do that. I don't think people realize or understand exactly how hard that is to do. And they did it four straight times. They just ran into a, a wide right that went that way. A Washington Redskins team back then that could not be start Mark ripping those guys at quarterback. And the Cowboys, the beginning of their dynasty yep. in the 1990s. Keep weighing in on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at HDouglas83. What is the one thing you could not take for another six weeks in honor of Groundhog Day? Let us know at HDouglas83 and at Coleman ESPN. We got the Super Bowl nine days away. Super Bowl 58, the sixth rematch in the history of the game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. They met in 2020. They meet in 2024. Which quarterback will benefit more from winning that game between Mahomes and Purdy? Brock Purdy. We'll get the Brock out next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Together we are Freddie and Harry on Love Friday. Freddie and Harry, that it is, presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80. <laughs> and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Another reason why this show should be on TV. Just seeing Harry Doves doing the Drew Hill from the video for this song. It's worth it. All he needs like, is like to paint a blonde hair like Cisco. You'd be all set, dude. It's, it's another one of those groups, and right? When uh-huh. we talked about the 80s and 90s or whatnot and the music. and Man, I just wish we can go back in time at times. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be able to hear great music. Absolutely. 
That's why I have YouTube for that reason. Music that has meaning. Yeah, that's why I have YouTube for that reason. <laughs> I can always go back in time. and don't have to worry about anything else. Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier with a little help from Drew Hill. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. So learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So what side are we on? Are we on the same side or different sides? When it comes to Super Bowl 58, not the prediction of the game between Kansas City and San Francisco. We got all next week for that, as Super Week is going to happen all over the place. But we look at both of these quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, the biggest, baddest wolf in the NFL, not just a quarterback, but as a player, trying to get his third Super Bowl championship in four appearances. And we're not even two years removed from Brock Purdy being named the starting quarterback for San Francisco, and now he's right there to do something that has not been done in a long time, bring a world championship the San Francisco 49ers and the organization. Which quarterback's going to benefit the most from winning the Super Bowl? Is it Patrick Mahomes or is it Brock Purdy? Before you get our answers, check out what Jed York, 49ers CEO at a press conference earlier this week. When they knew that Purdy, Brock Purdy, was going to be their dude at quarterback. You know, last year in, in preseason, I think week one of training camp, which you have a, a quarterback that we're paying, I think, $20 million to. You have a guy that you drafted with investing three first-round picks into. And he grabs me after practice. He's like, hey, hey man, we, we, we got to talk. And that's generally not a good thing when your coach tells you <laughs> you got to talk. Like, all right, what's up? And he's like, uh, I think our third-string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he's like, obviously, like, we've invested in Trey. Like, Trey's doing a good job. Like, we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that. And we're not going to change the chart, the depth chart. But, like, I, I, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point. Can you imagine the look on Jed York's face? Kyle Shanahan walks up to you and says, yeah, I know we gave up a lot for Trey Lance. And Jimmy Garoppolo got us to a Super Bowl. But at a certain point, I'm going to play that dude over both of those dudes. And Jed York probably went, What? didn't we not draft this guy the first six times before we drafted him in the seventh round and look what he's been able to do ever since that then getting the chance to play then being the quarterback and now in a Super Bowl not even 18 months between all of that involving Brock Purdy this is an offense that Cal Shanahan knows through and through like the back of his hand right his father um, coached in this offense and was able to lead the Denver Broncos to Super Bowls Right, he was able to be in San Francisco and win a Super Bowl as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, he knows. Like when he sees something and see how plays are being, you know, processed by a quarterback in this offensive system, he he's gonna have a better sense more so than anyone because of the history that he has within this offensive system. Right. But for me, when it comes to you know who I believe Freddie would really benefit from a Super Bowl win this time around, I'm gonna go with Brock Purdy. And one of the main words I'm going to use is the word respect. When you're respected by your peers and everyone else, and I think if you're able to beat a Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl to be exact, and you would have only done something that Tom Brady and also Joe Burrow have done. Josh Allen haven't done it. Lamar Jackson haven't done it. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, they couldn't do it, right? So many people falling short. Also, Trevor Lawrence last year couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Falling short of trying to knock Patrick Mahomes off of the top. 
and you wouldn't be necessarily knocking him off the top, but you would impede his his ability to get that third Super Bowl ring this time around. You look at contract talks at some point. They're going to be coming up for Brock Purdy. And you also look at all the haters and the naysayers that say mm-hmm. that Brock, hey, just a chip off the old block, right. and everyone else around Brock, Brock is, is meaningful, and that's why they're able to get it done. It's just so much on the line for Brock Purdy on top of – Going to an NFC championship in year one, and if you're able to win a Super Bowl in year two, you know people play 10, 12, 15 years to win a Super Bowl and don't have the luxury of being able to do so? Some people play 10, 12, 15 years and never get to a Super Bowl. Or I play with a guy, Tony Gonzalez. It's like just getting to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. right? Tony Gonzalez had a phenomenal career. But he was able to get to the playoffs and, and play for an NFC Championship game when he came to Atlanta. So there's a lot on the line, I, I feel like, for Brock Purdy. Okay. But also, you know them endorsement deals are going to be rolling in. <laughs> Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toyota's already rolled in for Brock Purdy to have that endorsement coming his way. I guarantee he's probably going to make more money from that in one instance than he's made probably in a combined two years at being paid less than $1 million per year to be the San Francisco 49 starting quarterback. All compelling points you just made. But you also said something about so much on the line for Brock Purdy, and that's why I believe Patrick Mahomes is the one that's going to benefit the most from winning the Super Bowl. Because now all of a sudden, people that may want to put you on the outside looking in when it comes to the greatest of all time, especially the quarterback position, you get three and four opportunities, you get three and six years, then you make people think, say, wow, he's not going away anytime soon. His skills are not going to slip anytime soon. He's with the perfect organization that will make sure – He's always going to have weapons, and that's not going to go away anytime soon. Patrick Mahomes said it even before the season. Don't think that we're satisfied. I guarantee you, I know I'm not. And if anybody is satisfied with this football team because we just won a championship, we'll change their minds really quickly. And I'm paraphrasing. And I'm thinking, damn, he's serious about this football thing, isn't he? Yep. He's serious about, you know what? We have a chance to be a special as we want to be. And if I have my way, and I will, I'm going to make sure everybody's locked in to that special that we know it can be. And even with their struggles in the regular season, guys dropping passes, this team missed out on winning close games versus the Green Bay Packers versus the Buffalo Bills. He was never, he never wavered in his belief that they were going to find a way to get this done. Then they get to Miami, they put it on them. Get to the Buffalo Bills, and people thought they were not going to win that game. Beat the Buffalo Bills. People think they had a chance against the Baltimore Ravens. They wound up having a 17-14-0 lead in that game. Won that game 17-10. Bet against Patrick Mahomes at your own per, on your own peril. And that gives me reason to say he stands to gain the most from winning a Super Bowl if he does it versus San Francisco on, on uh, nine days from now. Now, I think it's great arguments for both both of these guys. And Absolutely. And we're nitpicking, right? That's part of our jobs when it comes to the media. Like, uh-huh. we have to decipher and we have to, you know, figure out who we think, you know, it would be more meaningful for. But I think both of these guys will really benefit at the end of the day by winning this Super Bowl. Uh, Brock Purdy, man, if he's able to get this, being Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, boy. And I just think his story, man. You talk about a, a, a Netflix movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about Kurt Warner, yeah. what he was able to do. He was boxing groceries in the state of Iowa. Trent Green gets injured in the preseason. They asked the Rams, what are they going to do? He went out there with the NFL MVP and threw the game-winning touchdown pass to beat the Tennessee Titans and the late Steve McNair on the other side and Eddie Georgia running back. This is a similar path. Was that at the Georgia Dome? Yes, it was. I was actually a, a kid at that game. Really? I was a kid at that game. 
Dad took you? Yep. Yep, me wow. and a, a few a few other of our, um, our, my basketball, AU basketball teammates. Okay. Yep. Now, you know we got in for the free 99. Now. I was going to say, what, yeah. what was the cost of those tickets? Nah, nah, you go up to that little thing. Hey, y'all go ahead and go in there. Hey, you see somebody? Hey, y'all good. Let us on in there. It's di- it's different now. You got tight net security oh, yeah. around the Super Bowl, but back then it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't hard. They saw, they saw a bunch of cute kids in athletic outfits. Well, but every, my dad knew everyone too. There, there hey, you that, go. Hey, that's coach. Hey, y'all go ahead and go in there. We good. That's tremendous. That's that the only Super Bowl you been to? No, I've been to a lot. I was. Uh, I told Desmond Howard I was at the Super Bowl when the Packers won oh, in '96 in New Orleans. Yeah, that was, yeah. He, where he was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yep. Where he returned that punt and he was in that kickoff so return. So to be able to work with him college game day. Yeah, man. And I used to be in the yard throwing up the little Heisman poles. Uh huh. That, that, that's royalty. You have a chance to hang with Desmond Howard. What he did in college football as a Heisman Trophy winner, and then winning that Super Bowl and helping the Green Bay Packers to do just that. With Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. We got a couple of pieces in the other news. One very, very sad from an icon of movies and one really, really strange involving Michael Jordan and his shoe. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. College basketball action tomorrow. Great slate of games. You got Duke versus North Carolina, Kentucky versus Tennessee, and Kansas hosting Houston in a top-eight matchup presented by Robin Hood. Coverage of that game will begin at 3.30 Eastern time from the Fog, Fog Island Fieldhouse in Kansas on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You know what, Freddie? College basketball is not slick. College basketball, I think it's slick. No, they don't think well, it's slick. Because we don't have any NFL games this weekend. Mm-hmm. College basketball, they can slick. They put they together know. a nice slate of games. Absolutely. Going to garner our interest. The athletic directors knew what they were doing. When Not it came only that, uh-huh. the Grammys are on Sunday as the well. On That's Sunday. Not, no yeah. mistake that they, uh, yeah. they plan that. Though. I mean, look, all these games tomorrow that are pivotal games. Number one, UConn to St. John's at Madison Square Garden. You're Texas at number 25, TCU. Uh, under the radar game that I'm sure a lot of gamblers know about. Number 17, Utah State, taking on San Diego State in the Mountain West. We mentioned Houston versus Kansas. You got Auburn versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss could be a potential top 25 team. Chris Beard's done a great job in the first year of that program. We mentioned Duke versus North Carolina. Iowa State, number 12, taking on number 18, Baylor. Number 5, Tennessee versus number 10, Kentucky. Number 24, Alabama versus Mississippi State. A lot of involved games in the top 25 or top 25 matchups that it could be very, very pivotal as we get into the first weekend of February to get us close to March Madness in college basketball. So is this the official honeydew list weekend of the year? 
Possibly. That, that bye week between the, the yes. conference championship and the Super Bowl? Yes, indeed. Like th- is this your time to get everything yeah. need, oh. that you needed to get done? Well, put it this way. On Monday, we're going to ask people, what did they do without football this weekend? No football around on Saturday or Sunday other than drinking like Kevin went to our sports and anchor would just mimic that right now. But I guarantee you we'll do that on Monday on Freddie and Harry with no football at all this weekend. No Pro Bowl games don't count. No one's playing football. I can't wait to hear the kind of answers we get on Monday on Freddie and Harry, what people did with no NFL or any kind of football that was happening this weekend. I think going to sell out a lemon pledge in Windex because folks will be doing nothing but cleaning up around the house. Yeah. Like, like somebody will be finally taking down his Christmas tree, Shannon Penn. It's time. It's it's been up yeah, for it's over been a month. Time. How about January third? How about then? It's been up a month and a half. It's time. My God, he waits out the Groundhog Day. Kevin Winter to, to, to take down his Christmas tree. What's wrong? Can with I people? have that for my fire pit, please? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Get that firewood in there. Make It'll that take work. Two seconds <laughs> to go off. Yeah, don't let it go to waste. Don't let it go outside in the trash. As far as that goes. Speaking of the NBA, for part of non Super Bowl weekend tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. New York Knicks host the Los Angeles Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Each and every night, we make sure that if there's anything you miss, it could be sports-worthy or non-sports-worthy, you always get caught up courtesy of... They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. And sad news from the world of entertainment and really sports as well. Carl Weathers, a former NFL linebacker who became an action movie and comedy star in Hollywood. For example, we remember that he was Apollo Creed in all four of the Rockies. He also had a chance to face off against Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. And one of my personal favorites, teaching golf after he lost his arm to an alligator in Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler. Well, Carl Weathers passed away at the age of 76. His family issued a statement about that. I remember the first time I saw Carl Weathers doing anything. He was on an episode of Good Times in which his wife was having her portrait painted by J.J. Evans, and she was called the Wiggler for obvious reasons. So she was doing it in surprise to try to surprise her husband with a, a painted picture. He shows up at the house, and J.J. has his whole, like, smock on, and he goes, this has beat my time? This bag of bones and everything like that. And, he, and when he walked into the, the apartment, I was like, good Lord. God luck, good, good luck trying to deal with that guy. But Carl Weathers, someone was able to find a second career outside the National Football League after being undrafted by the Oakland Raiders, played a couple of seasons. Then he went on to become an action movie and comedy star. If you get a chance, Google Action Jackson, an underrated action picture in which he's a detective. It was sort of like the version of Shaft for the 90s. He's really, really good in that. But Carl Weathers passed away at the age of 76. He passed away in a family statement. As they put that out there today, he is definitely going to be sorely, sorely, sorely missed. Rest in peace to Carl Weathers and condolences to the family of Carl Weathers. Meanwhile, Michael Jordan always seems to make the news. He hasn't played basketball in God knows how long. He doesn't even own an NBA team anymore. Because when you're a billionaire and you sell your team for billions, you wind up not having to worry about anything ever again. Now his feet are allowing somebody else to make more money. A complete set of Michael Jordan Championship Air Jordan sneakers, which were worn by him when they, every clinching victory of the six NBA championships and six NBA Finals MVPs when he played for the Chicago Bulls, they sold for over $8 million. The exact price, $8,032,000. $800 for the complete set of his championship Air Jordan sneakers, all six of them, which is a global auction record for game-worn sneakers. They sold at the auction house known as Sotheby's. That happened on Friday. They called the Dynasty Collection. 
And it's the second highest sum, if you can believe that, when it comes to memorabilia for Michael Jordan. The only thing above the six game-worn sneakers that he wore during the NBA Finals where they won six championships, the $10.1 million jersey that he wore in game one of the 1998 Last Dance Finals against the Utah Jazz, a pair of sneakers worn in game two of that said finals, sold for over $2.2 million in April. At that time, it was the most ever paid, ever paid excuse me, for a pair of sneakers. What kind of money does somebody have to say, you know what? I know I'm never going to wear those sneakers, but I'm going to wear, I'm going to buy them for over $8 million. What, what do you do with those? What do, what do you do? Now, you that's have a really good question, what do you do? You stare at them? Do you sniff them? What do you do? Well, I'm not sniffing them. That, that I'm not doing. I can Because you're not you putting that. them on. Like, you, you paid that yeah. amount of money. You're not yeah. putting the sneakers yeah. on. That's holy ground. You can't put your feet in those. No way. What kind of man cave would you have? And you're having, like, a party, and you invite your boys over, and they don't know you have them. And all of a sudden, they go downstairs in the man cave. You got about three or four different TVs on different sports. And then in a corner, in a glass case, with a light over it, and your boys go, hey, what's that over there? Oh, those are Michael Jordan sneakers. What are you talking about? Yeah, all six pairs. They won NBA Finals. I bought those. Those are mine. Because you got to put them in a glass case. You can't just have them out and about where oxygen and atmosphere can depreciate the value of those sneakers. Are you a memorabilia guy? Do you have any memorabilia? Not so much. Like a jersey or no, anything? Not so much. I've had people give me stuff. For example, somebody... Had a chance to give me an autograph signed jersey by Ken Griffey Jr. that I've never worn. Yeah, from the Seattle Mariners, number 24, the white one with the Mariners on the side. Somebody got me that as a present. And my wife bought me a John Starks basketball signed by him that's encased and has his signature on it. But I'm not really a big memorabilia guy. I'm not. I'm more of like a music memorabilia guy. I got like box sets and stuff like that. I'm more along those lines, like autograph pictures of people and everything like that, but never sports memorabilia, Shannon. I've never been that kind of guy. Nothing against people that do that, but $8 million for six pair of sneakers that Michael Jordan wore that you're not going to wear. It must be nice to have that kind of money where you can say, I want that. I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to live in it. I'm not going to drive it. But I have it when it comes to Michael Jordan's sneakers. Amber and Ian comes your way next. Jonathan Zaslow's in for Ian. They'll get you ready for Super Bowl non-weekend and Super Bowl week. For Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. And as always, keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.